been a tough life. But um, it was Monday, my birthday, and um, I'll just tell you what I got. I got I got a whole bunch of text messages. I never had text messages 20 years ago. Did you? I had 122 wishes on Facebook from people I'd never even met. Unbelievable. I hadn't even had that five years ago. I had deliveries of parcels from people I had met who were in my family, but who live miles and miles away. And I had phone calls from all over the world. I don't think I would have had that even 30 years ago. So I celebrated my birthday as you will celebrate your birthday, but I celebrated it slightly differently from years past and probably from years in the future. I, um, I run a media company, I'm a Baptist minister. I trained at Oxford many years ago in another life and uh, I still retain my faith, having studied theology for three years at that august institution. I uh, went to a local church in Southend um, and felt I should be involved in radio. I've been involved in radio since I was 17 years old. My uh, parents helped to set up a Baptist church in Gateshead in the Northeast. Is anybody here from Newcastle or anywhere like that? Northeast? Nobody? I'll explain it to you. The Tyne Valley is lovely. Part of the Tyne Valley is urban. Part of the Tyne Valley is rural. When I learned to drive, I drove across the valley and looked back into the urban setting and saw where I thought my church was. And my mom and dad and my uh, friends who set that church up had good news for all men, but only 50 came. And this housing estate had thousands of lights. And I worked out for every street light, there was about four houses. And if there was four people in a house, that was 16 people. And there were thousands of them. How could we reach them if they wouldn't come to us? Go into all the world and preach the gospel. It's never been easy. In fact, if you look at the verses before this, it's, um, it's quite revealing. It says, um, chapter 28 and verse 11, while they were going, behold, some of the guard went to the city and told the chief priests all that had taken place. And when they'd assembled with the elders and taken counsel, they gave a sum of money to the soldiers and said, tell people his disciples came by and stole him away while we were asleep. And as if this comes to the governor's ears, we will satisfy him and keep you out of trouble. So they took the money and did as they were directed. And this story has been spread to this day. I work for Premier. It launched in 1995. Before 1990, it was illegal to have Christian radio in the UK. Can you believe that? In 1990, after about four years of petitioning, we managed to get the government across the road to change the law and the 1990 Broadcasting Act enabled Christian broadcasts to happen in the UK for the very first time. Before that, you'd be able to listen to Thought for the Day on Radio 4, Pause for Thought on Radio 2, the epilogue on uh, the TV just before they closed it down for the night, and the Sunday service uh, on all of the terrestrial channels, which was only th three in those days, BBC One, BBC Two, ITV, and then later Channel Four, which has never really done very much for religion. And that was why we tried to get it changed, this, this law changed, because a whole country needs to hear the gospel. It needs to hear the gospel now as much as ever. Let me hear, let me play you this. Hi, my name's Joanne, and I uh, live in Sussex in the southeast of England. 
I've been looking after people for over 30 years in all manners of walks of life, usually at a point of immense vulnerability and pain. I work in mainly hospitals. I have a a 45-minute journey into work and out of work, and I'm dealing with a lot of palliative patients and a lot of families and the extremes of life. But in that tapestry of, of life, I see God in all of it. And it's been a great privilege to serve people. I'm generally known, um, when people ask me what I do, is I'm a professional body washer. So I'm the lady that will make your cups of tea and make sure you're clean and and cut your nails and brush your hair. Um, But also in that, I listen. And some days I can't listen anymore. And some days it's too much for me. But that 45 minutes driving into work, listening to Premier, and that 45 minutes coming home from work, listening to Premier, actually is priceless to me because I wouldn't be able to walk through the door and do my job without it. So all I can do is encourage you, Dave. Thousands upon thousands of people every day are going about their work as Christian men and women in need of support and encouragement and enabling. I don't know about you, but I just know that this is not the church. We're part of the church. Sunday morning is one hour out of 168 hours in the week, but there's 167 other hours where we're doing other things. We are the church but we're not the whole church. This is not the whole story. It's not your whole story. It's not my whole story. Our whole stories are unbelievably more textured and varied and colorful. And we're to go into all the world. But before we can go, we have to come. Those disciples were drawn together by our Lord and had a three-year induction process into his ways and means before he ever told them to go, really. And look at this church, this building. The whole balcony is empty. We've been going a long time. There's an awful lot of people out in Parliament Square this afternoon. Can we reach them? But in fact, before we go that far, let's just think about our own families and friends. Because we're supposed to be missioners to them. Whether we're broadcasting across the nation or chatting over the garden fence, that is our mission field. One of the things that Premier did many years ago was work with the Bishop of London on a survey. And this was across the Anglican churches of London. And um, the story was... um, The story was that... um, We surveyed 5,000 people, ministers, lay leaders, people who ran the play groups, people on the church councils, all sorts of folk. And five things emerged from our findings. And then we ran them by other church leaders of other denominations and we took soundings across the country. And these five things 
were really very apparent. And um, the folk in Nigeria might like to compare and contrast this. In the UK church right now, five things are true. One, average church going is once every three weeks. Once every three weeks. 30% of the church are there every week, just about, but a huge proportion are just not there except for one visit every three weeks. Nine out of ten people who go to church will not have a quiet time of any sort, read the Bible, have a prayer, anything in between that visit. And because of that, because the diet of spiritual things is weak, they're not very sure about what they believe. And because of that, the fourth thing is they are very, very hesitant to talk about their faith. And where people live and where people work and where people worship are three distinct geographical areas. People travel to work, they travel to worship. So where are they Christian? Christian at home? Christian at church? Christian in the office? The challenge for us all is to take this word seriously. To go into all the world and make disciples. Let me remind you of the difference that faith can make. My name is Anthony. I've been suffering with mental health for 14 years. I've also been involved with drugs for the past six years. I tried using counseling and support groups, but there was no help that could help me to recover. This year, around March, I was able to obtain a radio, and I started listening to Premier, and something happened, and I was able to recover. I've been clean since August, and um, it's a miracle because I tried with other support groups, but they, I couldn't make it. Since I first listened to the radio, I've also reconciled with my family, and I'm looking forward to this Christmas because it's going to be family and everybody who have been hurting in the past. Premier is a very good registration because it helps. When people's lives are touched by the gospel, they change. And I just want to challenge you today to preach the gospel. We can do all sorts of lovely things. We can be all manner of good people. But it's the gospel that changes lives. It's Jesus who touches hearts. It's Jesus who transforms futures. It's Jesus who changes people's destiny for eternity. And you and me are his channels. Now, Premier Now is the biggest Christian radio station in Europe, if not the world, as a standalone station. The Lord has blessed it. If I was starting all over again, I wouldn't launch a radio station. And I'll tell you why. Because this device is in everybody's pocket and handbag. Let me just do a little survey. Is there anybody here this morning who hasn't got one of these? All right, I did that survey five years ago and there was quite a lot of hands. Now look, this device, people are reading their books on it, they're booking their holidays on it, they're doing their banking on it, they're watching movies and sport, they're doing all manner of things on it. In fact, if you walk down the, the road there, you'll probably bump into someone who's doing that. It's almost like this is sealed into their hands. This is an amazing communication device for God's church to preach the gospel. And you and I can use it 
You are as skilled in it as I am at this moment because there are brand new ideas. Let me give you one. The anniversary of someone's death is a very sensitive day. And as a Christian community, we can do a lot to help that day be easier and go and visit them. Even better, we can ring them and visit them. And how much better would it be if uh, you could text them as well? And you text this lady and you say, Sally, I'm praying for you today. Looking forward to seeing you at 2 o'clock. But as you go and visit her, half an hour away, you go to the baker's and you text, you ring her up and say, would you like a cream cake or a bun? Three things have happened that day in relation to Sally. You've texted her, you've rang her, and you've visited. Two of them are to do with technology. You're listening to me via technology. We've been singing our hymns via technology. The church doesn't need any more theology. In fact, if you want a load of theology this morning, take, your hymn, take this service sheet home and read the hymns. The hymns are full of theology. The Bible readings are full of theology. When I was in a church, I had on the notice board my name, and it was Peter Kerridge. And I had underneath there, temporary technical assistant. Temporary, because I was going to be there only a few years. Technical, because I do know theology. And assistant, because I was there to help them. But the real church is you and I. Not here, but on the 167 other hours that are open to us this week. And my challenge to you this morning is really, really simple. If average church going in the UK is once every three weeks, will you come every week? Even better, will you come every week and bring somebody to fill that seat right next to you? And then after a few weeks, challenge them to bring somebody else. And then another one. You can do the maths. I tell you, we'll have this church full in four weeks. Four weeks, if we actually did it. So will you do that very simple thing of coming to church? The other one is, will you do the very simple thing of reading your Bible and praying? Before we can go, we have to come. We have to come and we have to listen. So if nine out of 10 people don't do that, will you be the one who does? And as you come, and as you listen, and as you spend the time, as you invest in your spiritual life, God will set you on fire. He will set you on fire. Do you want to be set on fire? Or do you want to live a half-hearted Christian experience? This is not deep theology, but it is very practical. So will you come every week? Will you pray and read your Bible every day? And I'll tell you what will happen. You'll get very strong in your faith, really pretty quick. And you'll be so on fire that you'll radiate something to the people around you. And then you can bring them from wherever. Those four corners of the city will be touched by you. And the church will be doing its job. God bless you.